What's the Homework, Episode 18, The Theater of Magic, with your hosts, Ed and Eric. This week, Ed and Eric learn the dark arts, Eric finds a new favorite cereal, and the two test their friendship and end with a re-listen of Kanye's Yeezus. So, grab your Camp Rockwood gym bag, the bus is coming, and camp is about to begin. Back everybody, it's your boys. It's Ed and Eric. Eric, no Brian. We heard yeah. your reviews. Sorry, Brian. We, we tried a second time. It... <laughs> yep. I honestly, the people weren't. They didn't think Brian was bad. They were just really, really mad. Why were they mad? They just they were mad that he was on. I don't know why. They, they mm. didn't get into specifics. I just know that the focus yeah. group said that they were mad. That Brian. Guys, enough of Brian. <laughs> It really seems like we don't like Brian. We love you, Brian. You did great. Thank you. Thanks. Guys, welcome back to What's the Homework, the very oddly released podcast where Eric and I talk about uh, things that are going on that we care about in our lives. Every week we assign a homework assignment that is uh, somehow related to either things we've been interested in for a while or... Uh, sometimes we have a friend who is a specialist <laughs> in mm. a certain topic, so we try and uh, try out some of the things that they do. We had a computer programmer on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> a, a software. What is he? What, what was Colin? Um, uh, sh- what, 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 what was it? What, what was the name? I, I think it was a software engineer. <laughs> no. I feel like such an Sorry, asshole. Colin, we forget. We had we had our uh, your fiance Sydney on and she was an she was she an English major? She was. She was an English major. She worked for a publishing house and we talked about poetry. We had uh, Brian on and we talked about a TV show. So it really runs the gamut. But we're here today. It's the original team. It's Ed and Eric, friends for life, and our homework this week was to do magic. Yeah, Eric, why did you pick this? Um, so I picked it because it's something I've never done. Well, that's not true. Okay, so when my sister and I grew up, um, during Christmas, we would always host Christmas with my mom's side of the family at our house. And my sister and I um, would develop a magic show, and then we would put it on for the entire family and we had like a little like table set up with like this black cloth that would hang over it we would make a sign and we would do all these magic tricks um and so i was thinking about that and i was like i mean obviously we didn't actually do like we would buy magic kits right that would have like we didn't actually do magic no we would buy like magic kits that had like a wand with a flower in it that's cool um, anyway, were I've never... The, were you the sexy assistant, or were you the lead magician? I think I was just the dumpy little kid that followed my sister and did whatever she so told So you were me. the sexy yeah. assistant. In I guess. every traditional magic team, yeah. there's the lead magician and the sexy assistant. So I guess you were the sexy assistant. So keep, I didn't really going, have the sorry. sexy bit going. Oh, that, I've seen pictures of you when you were young. Don't, don't All right. talk yourself down. All right, thanks, Ed. Um, <laughs> no problem. So anyway, so I saying... wanted to do something that we could each learn, potentially, <laughs> potentially. And, <laughs> and then we could try it on with our... <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, yeah, that sounds really weird. <laughs> uh, do that with our respective partners and try to trick them. Or friends, sure. Yeah. One of us magic has those. to anyone besides Sydney? No. Oh. <laughs> Although we're, we're going away for the weekend, and I'm definitely going to try to do a magic trick. When, oh right, you're going to yeah, you're going to Gettysburg. This no, week? we're going to Florida for oh, right. um, Florida. Sid's grandparents' wedding anniversary. Wow, adorable. Yeah. Well, congratulations to them. Uh, so before we get into your trick, I, I still want to talk about magic more. I really want to hear more about this magic show you put on with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to tell me more about it. What tell do you want to know? Uh, what was. Does, it, does any trick stand out in particular in your mind that you thought was particularly amazing? I don't... I just remember... So I just remember that my parents would buy us, like, magic kits that would have, like, little props. Your that, parents would get you... Your parents would hire magic tutors. To like, tutor you at magic. no point did we, like, study and learn magic. Like, we just... 
were this was given like when okay when did you open the magic kit was it the day of the show um no we would get it like before hmm. whose idea was this i think so my sister kind of ran things growing up she's three years older than me yeah she was the oldest the oldest child i understand yeah um, we would put on show, me, me, my cousin, and my sister. We would like put on like talent shows for like the family. It's yeah, like a kid thing to do. Yeah, except I bet Alex definitely didn't do that. <laughs> no, um, he's too cool for that. He actually would like, and Katie was also talented. Katie like would invite her family to like watch her sing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was just disappointing. I think so, we were good. I'd have to ask my parents. Do you have any particularly uh, negative memories? Did e- did it ever end in somebody crying or getting really upset? No. Damn. Ah, well, then I, I'm I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. I don't care about your family. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. All right. Um, <laughs> you really thought that if we had a topic about magic, the fact that you did magic as a child wouldn't come up? Yeah, that was stupid. I should have thought I about think it. I, I, I think magic's really cool. I, uh, I'm always impressed by, like, magic on TV. I've seen magic in person, I guess. Like, uh, there was a magic show on a cruise I went on, I'm sure. I'm always super impressed by it. Like, I love all those David Blaine, like, shows. And I love, like, even when I was younger, I remember, like, David Copperfield or whatever mm-hmm. would, like, do tricks on TV. Like, I, I remember thinking it was really really cool do you like watching like magic on tv and in person i do and then i feel like it got lame and now i don't do it because everyone says it's lame and david who says it's lame oh everybody i feel like everybody likes magic how could you not like magic i don't understand people that don't like magic either it's so cool it is so cool what is i i'm trying to think of like what type of magic i like i don't like the some of the david blaine magic that he does where he's like i'm gonna be in this cage in 100 feet in the air for a month yeah i like i like when he like uh when he throws the card through the glass or like makes the coins appear i don't know i like simple i like yeah like street magic yeah that's what it is that's what it is well speaking of street magic so guys spoiler i didn't learn magic i went online Mm -hmm. and i tried to like youtube it Mm -hmm. you can't like youtube like a decent trick i did oh i shouldn't call it a trick well, dude, like the first, I, I watched this video and this guy was like, I'm going to make this card float. And he just holds the card in his hand and uses, he like obscures his pinky and like makes the card float that way. I bet your magic that you did was really cool. I'm really building it up. So guys, if one of us doesn't do the homework, mm-hmm. we are punished and we have to donate money to the other person's charity of choice. We started with $5, but Eric and I have recently come into a lot of podcast money. So yeah. I'd have to bump that up. So, Eric, do you have any thoughts? Before the end of the episode, you have to tell me a uh, charity that I can donate money to. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. Think about two things at once. Well, I'll do my best. All right. All right. Um, Pod, uh, magic that you did. Yeah. So, I've never done actual magic. Like I said, we would just buy kits, and then I would just do the instructions in the kit. Um. And I didn't know if you, I didn't know if you could Google magic, like, because everyone's like, oh, you can't reveal the tricks. And I was like, so everyone out there that's revealing the tricks has to be, like, shunned by the magician, magician community. community. Have you watched the rest of Development? Uh, yeah. You've seen all of it? Yeah. So, so every time we just, I just think of magician community or, like, trick versus not trick. You I think, think Job? Of, I think of Job. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. But um, yeah, okay. So so you were surprised that there were illusions. Let's call, let's call yeah. them illusions, so as not to offend our magic uh, listeners, magical listeners. Um, I think that there are, from what I've gathered, people like sell magic tricks. Yeah. So like they like sell either how to do it or like it seems like a lot of the the. Um, what's it called some area of magic being done is having a special tool mm-hmm. to make the magic happen do you know what i mean yeah and so like people sell those tools or whatever so what did you do okay or so tell, tell me more of your story i didn't have any tools i didn't know when we would record so i didn't know if i would have time to order anything so i mm-hmm. just looked up card tricks mm-hmm. okay um and i found it's very easy to find this stuff on youtube mm-hmm. um 
So I you looked at a YouTuber called Miss Madge eight twenty two. Um and they like break it down by like beginner, um and like intermediate <coughs> and then experienced different levels. So obviously I started with the beginner level. Mm-hmm. Are um, you about to show me the trick? No, I don't think it's gonna play well. Mm, interesting. So <laughs> okay. I think that you could try and show it to me and I could describe what's happening. Okay. Is that um hold on, let me think. Okay, so I eventually learned three tricks. Wow. Okay. I'm impressed. And learning magic is super hard because mm-hmm. okay, so one, the steps itself, you like you have to memorize them. Um and if you screw like one thing up or you're off by one card, you screw up the entire magic. Yeah, trick. exactly. Um and when you're practicing How many times did you mess up doing it? Um so the the first trick I did, the first time I did it, I got it right. When you had, did you mess up at any time when you try when you presented the tricks to Sydney? Okay, so I practiced for three days before oh I told God. Sydney <laughs> before I told Sydney that I would do them with her, uh-huh. and so I can. I don't know if the week... So, Sydney recorded me because I got very nervous and started, like, uh, pacing because I couldn't remember the steps. <laughs> you're, you're such a crazy person. Okay. I think you're adorable with your... With your and then I, right, and then I got myself together. And I did uh-huh. the uh, first trick, which is probably... Like, it's the easiest and, like, the kind of the lamest of the three. But okay. basically, you... So you split the deck in, in two, and then she cuts one of the decks and sets uh-huh. that, that part of the deck aside. So now, like, a quarter of the deck or some number is sitting aside. Uh-huh. She picks a card, uh-huh. um, and then I shuffle it back into the remaining half of the deck that she didn't set aside. Mm-hmm. Does this all make sense so far? Yes. And then I add it to the um, part of the deck that we haven't dealt with yet, so another half of the deck. Okay, and then I shuffle those. Okay, and then I count the the part of the deck that she set aside and say she like cut off like ten cards, right? And then I somehow flip ten cards from the other like three quarters of the deck, and the eleventh card that I flip is the card that she picked. Mmm. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's how. That... <laughs> Did that play well in audio format? I have no idea. All right. So that one is very simple, and okay. I did not get the reaction that I wanted. Sydney was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, boo. That sucks. Okay. So then I went on to my next trick in uh-huh. which basically she picks a card somewhere in the deck or whatever, and eventually uh-huh. I lay out the cards to spell her card. Oh, wait. Say that again from, from so I'm she sorry. no 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 so she picks a random card uh huh she puts it back in the deck I kind of shuffle through it or whatever and okay. eventually what happens is I lay down the cards one at a time and I say okay you got the five of hearts right so then I put uh-huh. F I V E and I lay a card down for every letter that spells uh-huh. five hearts okay. and then when I flip that card over so the one after the S of hearts is her wow. card wow very cool. That's a cool one. Was she impressed by that one? So on that one, when I learned it, the tutorial was like, okay, you have to kind of play with them a little bit. So you have to, like, show a random card and be like, oh, this is obviously your card, right? And they're supposed to be like, this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's not my card. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, it's supposed to spell your card. And then you're supposed to say out loud what you're spelling, and it's supposed to not be the card. So if she has, like, the ace of diamonds, I'm supposed to start to, you know, spell F-I-V-E, and it's a... And then you say to the person, like, oh, it's a five, right? And then they look at you, and they're like, oh, this idiot. And then you finally spell Ace of Diamonds, right? So I did all that rigmarole, and Cindy was like, yeah, you kind of just seemed like you didn't know what you were doing. (laughs) (laughs) So It's because you didn't – she didn't buy in immediately that you knew what you were doing. So, like, when it's – it's there's really like an funny. inherent like showmanship. Like you can learn the card trick, right? But then there's like this showmanship. You're she- do do you think you have that showmanship in you? I think you do. I think I could if I tried it now, right? But it was like the first right. time and I was nervous. Right. 
So, will you promise that next time I see you, you'll do some of these tricks for me? Yeah. I so, can't do them. It's not going to play well. Why do you keep saying it's not going to play well? <laughs> okay, what was the third one? And then I have okay. things to say. Okay, so then the third one is the audience member picks three cards that they can remember, right? So they're okay. going to pick the Jack, Queen, King of Diamonds, right? So they just pick three. So I would say, like, I pick them randomly or I pick them out of a deck? You pick them out of a deck and then you okay. hold them in your hands. Okay. And then I set down four, four piles and I say, put one card on this pile and then take some cards from the other pile and put it on top, right? Uh-huh. So you're supposed to think, oh, well, I'm kind of controlling the situation because he doesn't know how many cards I'm going to put on top, right? right? There's no way he could find that thing again. Then you right. put the second card on the next pile and you continue that repetition until all three cards are on the three piles. And then I stack the f- four piles together to make the full deck. And then I start flipping the cards one face up, one face down. Mm. And I go through the whole 52 cards and I say, and you're supposed to tell me when your card shows up in the face up pile. So we go mm. through the whole 52, they don't show up. I say, that's weird, let's do it again. So then I do the, the, remaining, the, <laughs> the remaining 26 cards. Again, right. nothing shows up. And then I say to the audience member, okay, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm supposed to go face down, then face up. So then I go the other way. Again, it doesn't show up. <laughs> And then I do it one final time, and there's only three cards now that are face down. And then I flip right. those over, and it's the Jack, Queen, King of uh, Diamonds. Got it. And what did Sydney say to that? That was she the also... one she was most impressed with. She was like, that oh. was cool. Cool. So that one got <laughs> the best reaction. Got it. Got it. Okay, well then, you're going to have to test out these tricks on people that don't have to love you. Okay. Like your grandparents. I recorded it on video, so if I I kind of want to watch I'll, these really badly. I'll splice in the audio if it makes sense. Will you at least put one of them uh, on the... Have our intern put one of them on the Twitter? Oh, yeah, the intern? Sure. What's yeah. her name again? Yusong? You. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Yeah, so... So that was have... magic. That was magic. What did you? Uh, what, what are your? What are your closing thoughts or feelings about it? Okay, magic is super fun to learn. It's very easy, um, but it does take practice. And there's clearly like you can't just learn the trick. You gotta like. There's a little finesse and showmanship that has to be a part of it too. Got it. Got it. Um, but I don't know. I might learn more. It's like you think so. I keep fucking with my microphone. Yeah, why are you and doing it's gonna that? make la- I don't know. I'm sorry. I twisted it, and now it's all twisted. I wish you were here to magically fix my microphone. I have a question. Yeah. So we're going to go to this thing, right? This um, reunion, whatever, anniversary party this weekend. Okay. If we're playing cards at the beach, and I'm feeling showmanshipy, uh-huh. is it, should I, should, I, should I do a trick? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, good. What do you, I mean, duh. Yeah, I mean, are you think that it's gonna go down? Like you're gonna be playing cards at the beach and you'll be able to do it? Yeah. What are your thoughts on? Are you going to play up the "you're a bumbling idiot, don't know what you're doing" part, or are you just gonna get right into the trick? I feel like people already kind of kind of think I'm a bumbling idiot. So that's so funny that like your family feels that way, and nobody, I don't think any of our friends would ever describe you that way. <laughs> So mean. What a mean, mean family. Yeah. So you're going to have to win them over with your tricks. All right. So why didn't you learn magic? Dude, I don't know. I like, other than I was busy and lazy, when I started watching YouTube videos, I got really intimidated and felt demoralized. Did So did you, did you try? Or you just watched the videos and you were like, I just watched the videos. Okay. Um, I, I just, so I watched the video and this, where it was like, 50 easy magic tricks i watched all 50 and all 50 of them sucked so Wait, i was like anything was else video it was like honestly the, the tricks were stu- the <laughs> illusions were stupid <laughs> i'm very disappointed in myself i will try and learn magic by the next time if you want okay and then i can do a trick for you i feel like you're really sad no i just want i feel like you'd be so good at it you have you have good showmanship i feel <laughs> the thing is i lack the dexterity necessary to do these things <laughs> You do have fat fingers. I do have fat fingers, and I'm uh, I fold. Do you know how to like shuffle a deck of cards, like where it goes? Yeah. Wow, Katie can do that too. I've never been able to learn to do that. Just don't have the 
finger dexterity. My aunt thought there was something wrong with me when I was younger because I wasn't learning to cut mm-hmm. with scissors as well as the other kids. I yeah. feel like you've told that story before. On the on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. It's one of my five stories that I tell just generally, but I don't know if I told it on the podcast. I feel like we've talked about your fat fingers before in that story. Oh, well, I mean, up. it's usually a topic of conversation. Like, we were in a D.C., and uh, we were playing... We, we were playing this game buzzed mm-hmm. and uh the it's it's like this game where it's a drinking game and everyone like you put all the cards face down and you just pull them and like the card says like the person with the biggest shoes takes a drink congrats on the giant penis hmm. and like one of the cards was like whoever pulled this card has to challenge another person to a thumb wrestling match and <laughs> the guy who pulled it asked everyone to put their thumbs up and mm-hmm. he picked me to thumb wrestle with. I that man that must mean that I have the least intimidating thumb. Yeah, it's, it's my not that small thumb. And guess what, Eric? I what? beat him. You beat him with your... I, I with my fucked up thumb. I'm good at thumb wrestling. I don't know why. I I I am surprisingly good at it. Do you cheat? Do you rotate? What do you mean rotate? Like, do you like? You go around? No, I can keep my hands straight and like move my thumb around wow. to get leverage and knock you over. But I'd probably rotate. That's probably... I mean, how else do you win? I feel like you're not supposed to rotate. Ew. The TV is on, and there's a commercial for Golden Corral. Are you Corral. watching TV while we podcast? No, it's just off. I forgot to turn it off. And there was a commercial for Golden Corral, and it was... They were touting their all-you-can-eat fried fish. Ugh. How much fried fish could somebody eat? Do you think you could eat a lot of fried fish? No. I don't like seafood that much. Yeah. Also, fried things I can't eat a lot of. Oh, I could eat like a shit ton of chicken fingers. I think yeah. I'm, I'm getting old. Well, I mean, you still... I've seen you eat a lot of garbage. And speaking of eating garbage, guys, mm. we are going to our most favoritist, most beloved segment, longest running every episode. Honestly, it, this segment originated during our college radio show, so our longtime listeners have known it from then. Guys, it's Eric's Crunchy Corner. Crunch, crunch. Yeah. You remember why it originated? Didn't we start it because the segment before us um, did a challenge where that guy drank a bottle of maple syrup? And we were like, (laughs) we should do things on our show. That's really funny. I remember both of those things happening independently. I don't remember them being connected. I feel like subliminally they were connected. That sounds, I mean, that story makes more sense than it's just originating out of thin air. But guys, this is Eric's Crunchy Corner, where every week Eric reviews a crunchy snack. Uh, the snacks are reviewed on our, oh God. The snacks are reviewed on our patented three-pronged reviewing scale. And each prong runs the gam- runs from negative one and a half, I'm sorry, negative no and a half, and uh, positive yes and a half. And the cat, I'll get there. Relax. Okay. All right. And the, the categories are: Is this a flavor people ask for? Does it achieve this flavor? And the most important category, some say the only category that really matters, is the goodness category. So once again, it runs from negative no and a half to yes and a half. If it gets all negative no and a halves, it's in the brown no club. If it gets all yes and a halves, it is in our uh, world famous. World-renowned Golden Yes Club. And today we have a cereal that we're all really excited about, particularly Rob. Rob sent us a picture. I know, I saw Rob, who tweets once a year, decided to use his one tweet to tweet about what? Thanks, Rob. All right. um, So as Rob pointed out on the Twitter account, um, last week we reviewed a cereal that was not so good. And... What cereal was it? Or do you want... No, you have to go into the archive to listen to it. Yeah, you gotta listen to it. You'll never know unless you listen to the episode. Katie. (laughs) Katie. Alright, so on the back of it, it had a list of their other cereals. One of which was Nilla Wafer Banana Pudding Cereal. And what were the other cereals? Just... just Okay, so they also advertise Oreo O's. Golden Oreo O's. Ooh, that sounds good. Chips Ahoy. Which is just cookie crisp. Come on, come on. Which is always disappointing. Nutter butter cereal. Mm. Eh, feels a little heavy. 
It's peanut butter. It's going to be like Captain Crunch. Peanut butter Captain mm, Crunch. All right. And then s'mores cereal. Mm, which I've had before. Which is... Oh, it's honey made. So I guess they're continuing the cookie trend. Ah, I guess they have a partnership with Nabisco or something. I'm really fucking around with my mic, guys. If I'm if my audio is bad, I'm really sorry. It's always bad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So I ordered this on Amazon, and you could fit a baby in this box. So I hope I like it. <laughs> How does it smell? I saw you smell. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah. What does it smell like? Um. It's got a very potent banana smell. That's very pleasing. Do you like banana pudding generally? Yeah. I love banana pudding. So good. I like artificial banana flavor. Oh, dude, I love artificial banana flavors too, and I love pudding because I hate chewing. So, <laughs> all right, so Eric. good when we're old. Yeah, dude, Eric, just honestly do it for me. Eat a handful of that shit while I talk right. to the people. Okay, so just to describe the cereal, it's got little cookies. And if you know your no wafers, it's got a little bit of that flakiness on it. Oh, it has interesting. Yeah, interesting. And then it has these little marshmallow pieces. Oh, it has marshmallows in it. I guess that's the pudding part. Yeah. All right. So we'll do the dry run like we did last yeah. week. <laughs> Guys, while Eric is eating disgustingly in the background, I just want to thank you for listening. I know that you have a busy week. You've been working hard. You're you're at that startup. And you don't really know what your product does, but you know that it's an app and you know that it somehow is related to Yelp and Yelp is not your competition, but you're somehow facilitating something for them. And, you know, you're just going to work your way up. Your boss is the same age as you and you guys have a ping pong table. So just enjoy it. And I guess Eric might see you at Sips or something. So, later. Eric, what do we got, buddy? All right. Hold on. Do you want the dry review? Yeah. No. no. Just go for I'll it. All right. All right. Guys, Eric's drinking milk. I don't remember the last time I just drank milk. I'm getting older and things are changing. Our lives are changing. Some for the better, some for the worse. And you just have to accept that slow march towards death. And just take each day as it comes, you know. We might be in the end times because of global warming, and nobody who's in tough times wants to be in those times. But it's up to them what they do during those tough times. Yeah, I know. I'm nice. like Winston Churchill talking to scared Englanders. Englishmen? Englishmen. <laughs> They're not called Englanders. I'm so tired of talking. My mouth is. Yeah, I'm. Mm. Oh. You're having so many spoonfuls. I can't wait till we're in the future where I could, like, through the camera, spoon you some of this. <laughs> do you, honestly, do you think that's something, so, like, edible television or ways, that's not going to happen in our lifetime. Mm. Eating through technology? Mm-hmm. You think that'll happen in our lifetime? What if you had, like... What if everyone had, like, a 3D printer? Printer, yeah, and it prints, like, protein and stuff. And you're, like, watching an ad, and you see Nilla Wafer Cereal come on, and then it says, like, click buy if you want this now, and then, like, your 3D printer makes it for you. But where does it get the ingredients? I don't know. It's all chemicals. I don't think there's anything natural in this. <laughs> you think it's all chemicals? Yeah, it's just Dude, all carbons and n- n- nitrogen. Neutrons? <laughs> <laughs> All right, homie, review that shit. Oh, if we weren't doing a podcast, I would eat the rest of that cereal. Really? It's that good? I'm Damn. So Dude, this might be the first. I'm, I don't want to jinx it. Whew. Okay, right. so do you, let's let's combine the dry and the wet run. Just tell me, tell me your initial thoughts. All right, so initial odor, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right and all right and then it's got a nice crunch very crunchy which is important in a cereal you don't want right, it soft I, right away yeah and it's holding up well to the milk as well which is a good sign right um and then it's got the little marshmallow in it which adds a little more texture so a little layered marshmallow, marshmallows in cereal always like make my teeth hurt like because it's like Raping? Does that make sense? Yeah, so these... I think that happens when the marshmallows are too 
big. Mm. These marshmallows are very tiny. Mm-hmm. Do they just taste like marshmallow or do they taste like pudding? They just taste like marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Can we just, let's just get to it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the um, first category is, is this a flavor people want? I, I feel like this is not a flavor people asked for, but now that it exists I don't, and so, someone so, made it? So I'm going to defend this. I think it is a flavor people ask for. Banana flavored cereal? Like banana vanilla wafer cereal? I think it is. I'll just show my cards since we're this is our magic episode. What? I want this to be in the Golden Yes Club, and I don't think it's going to be, is it? Well, all right, so... Is it a flavor that people ask for? I don't know how many people were like, okay, I love Nilla wafers and banana pudding, and that needs to be a cereal. Your logic is sound. However, I think all three of us on last week's episode, which again, you should go back to listen to, as long as you can stand listening to Brian. um, Love you, Brian. (laughs) All three of us were like, yes, that's a cereal that should have existed before bread was invented. (sighs) So I, I don't know. That's you, tough. What do you? You think? can just give it a yes. You don't have. Or, Let's give or, it a yes. Or, we'll give it a, okay. a yes plus. No, you can't give it a yes and a half. Why? Yes and a half has to be reserved for a time when you don't have to convince yourself that this is the flavor people wanted. All right, so it's got a yes, but it's not going to go in the. That's fine. All right, I'm not disappointed. I'm disappointed. The I'm people disappointed. aren't disappointed, but we're here for truth and honesty, and you know. Sometimes, like, tests fail, and sometimes you just have to give people the honest truth. So keep going, buddy. All right. So we got a yes so far. Okay. Now, did it achieve that flavor? I feel like this also might not be a yes and a half, because banana pudding is really hard to achieve at a cereal. Okay. So it's got a very nice banana flavor. It's got the Uh crunch of vanilla wafers. Right. Texturally, it's not there. But that's not what this is pudding. about. This is it's about a cereal. it's a cereal. <laughs> it's gonna be a pudding. And what was... Okay, <laughs> people. I think you just lost all after our long like diatribe about how we're going. Jesus, oh, my microphone fell again. About how we're going for honesty over like mm-hmm. just popularity. And you say something like that. So okay, I just want people to understand what this is about. This is did you achieve the flavor, not did you achieve the experience. Right? You know what, what I mean? Like, does it taste like banana pudding at all? Yes. It tastes, it tastes totally like I'm eating banana pudding. But does it taste... Okay. Does it have, like, that vanilla-y flavor of the pudding? Yeah, that's where the marshmallow comes in. Interesting. So it seems like it might have done it. That, I think that's a uh, yes and a half. Wow. Okay. All right. Now the most important category. Goodness. You know this one already. That's uh, a yes and a half just... all the way. I'm gonna eat this whole thing. It's really good. Yeah. What, man? I'm so jealous that you have. Can I see what it looks like in the bowl? We'll also describe your bowl. It's a red bowl. It looks like corn pop. It looks like pops that pops. Yeah. So the texture of the the little pieces is very much like a corn pop. Right. Mm. Yeah. You want to eat it so bad? I want to eat it so bad. Can we are we done? Did we do no, enough podcast? Okay, have, no, we still have podcast. All right, good thing they sent this baby sized box. What, do you think Sydney will eat any of it? Yeah, this she is likes... dessert later. Oh man, I dude. Then I guess that's just what you're gonna have to do. Uh, you make ice cream. You're why have ha, first off? Have you not made a cereal ice cream yet? That's not true. Oh yeah, you made the the failed cookie. Why'd you bring failed, that up? The failed Captain Crunch one. So tell tell everyone what happens. All right, so in New York, where all crazy ideas are pursued, (laughs) someone... dreams. uh, What's the place that does the milk? Mamafuku Milk Bar. Yeah. They do the cereal Um, milk cereal. Yeah, so they do cereal milk ice cream. Cereal milk ice cream. So I wanted to do it with Captain Crunch Berries. I've never Mm -hmm. had it. You should try it. So I've had it. It really does just taste like sweetened milk. Yeah. So it's super, it's a lot, it's a lot less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I honestly didn't think it was that big of a deal. Some people, I could see why some people really like it, but it's like, I don't know. 
it's it's uh it's good so you made your captain crunch one yeah what so was, i made it with captain crunch berries because i feel like captain crunch berries has a good milk flavor see but the thing is the berries don't have the flavor the berries taste like sugar powder and i feel like yeah. that's what your ice cream came out tasting i know like. i think that's what so the so i like literally made a giant bowl of cereal and then I like emulsified the cereal into right. the milk and then used that milk to make the ice cream. And because it had literally a box of cereal in it, I was like, oh, I definitely don't need that sugar. And somehow, uh... exactly what Ed is describing, it came out like you're eating sugar, but it wasn't sweet. Like it was, you know what I mean? I remember it being pretty savory. Yeah, like it was very heavy. And you didn't want to eat a lot of it, but it wasn't like sweet or appetizing. Yeah, it was in very any odd. Way. It was really, it was really a total odd. fail. So I think that that happened because like you don't realize how much milk. Like when when you make ice cream, doesn't it like dull flavors? So you need to like be really over the top with like the flavor. Yeah. So I didn't add any vanilla, mm. and I didn't add any sugar. If I would go back and do that one again, I would make a cereal milk ice cream and then add the berries like as mix-ins, you know? Yeah. Mm. What's the last ice cream you've made? I feel like you haven't done... Have you, have you still been doing So that? I haven't made any since that, but we are growing mint in our backyard, so I'm going to make another oh. batch of fresh mint ice cream. I love mint ice cream. Guys, that was Crunchy Corner. Let's give Eric a round of applause. So at home, everyone's clapping for you. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, 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 nice. So, guys, uh, we are going to move to a... Oh, speaking of us giving Eric a round of applause, Uh Eric is my friend. One of my Uh best friends, I would say. Uh So, I decided that we're going to take a friendship test. Okay. And it says, are you the captain of this friendship? Think think of one specific friend when you take this test. So, I'm going to read it. It's... uh, it's eight questions. Okay. Okay. So it's for you and me, Eric, and we'll talk about it. Okay. Oh, wait. So how does this work? You're going to say the question, and then we both answer? Uh, I, mm, I, let's, let's just see how it works. I honestly didn't prepare. <laughs> All right. Your friend wants to tell you about a dream they had last night. It's probably going to be boring and long. What do you do? A, listen to the dream, or mm-hmm. B, say, smell you later. What the fuck? No, listen to the dream. It might be good. Yeah, I agree. It's your friend's birthday. Their only birthday wish is for you to rub a delicious... What the fuck is this quiz? To rub a delicious egg custard all over your body. All, all over oh. your body. Do you do it? Now, let's just be honest. Like, if we're joking around, yeah. Oh, you will do that. But, like... I don't know what I'd do, man. Wait, it, I'd have so many questions. I know. But, like, okay... Like let's let's be honest. So you can ask me the questions. What questions do you want? Do you have? Okay, so in this scenario, you came I want to me and you were this. like, "I want to do this to you." I mean, okay. Um, first one, why? I don't, dude. I don't know. It's just I. I really feel like it would make me really, really happy. Okay, and it's it's second yeah. question. Is it like a sex thing? It's not a sex thing. I just think it would make me really, really happy. Okay. I don't know. I honestly don't know how to explain it any other way. Okay, third question: Are you? Or is anyone else taking pictures? No, it's not to embarrass you. Okay. I will take pictures, but I'll just keep them for myself. Just to remember a moment when I was... It's like when you go to like a theme park, you take pictures. Like I'm just really happy. This is really fun for me. It makes me really happy. Okay. Um, <laughs> fourth question. The uh-huh. extent to which this shenanigans has to go on for? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to like probably fill a whole bathtub up with the pudding, the custard. So I'll just like pour it until the bathtub is full, I guess. Okay. And, and then where am I? You're in the bathtub. I'm in the bathtub. Right. And what's happening? I'm pouring the custard on <laughs> you and like rubbing it on you. <laughs> okay. So Would back you... to question two. It's not a sex thing. <laughs> That's funny that we both like think that it has to be, but like. There's got to be, like, some weird component. Like, I think that it's, like, really fun or funny. What if it was a sex thing? Uh, then I would definitely say no. What if it was, like, Eric, this is a... I think it would be really sexy if I do this. But, like, 
Yeah, I don't even know. I can't make you make yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any I, scenario in which you could get me to do this. All right, so we're going to say no. Yeah. Okay. Your friend is about to be offered a dream job, but the new boss has one very specific demand. <laughs> for, for your friend to get the job, you have to punch yourself in the face. Do you punch yourself in the face? Yes. This is weird. But yeah, yeah. yeah of it's course. a dream job. Dude, of course. Dude, I would punch myself in the face so hard for you. It would, it would suck, and you'd like, I'd be really, you would owe me big time. And yeah. And you'd have to, like, pay for my medical care, because I'm a hard punch. So yeah. I'd probably, uh, dude, I might die, honestly. You know how there's that, like, uh, there's that, like, question, like, is there a boulder so big that even God can't move it? And it's like, or can God make a rock so heavy that even he couldn't pick it up or she couldn't pick it up? It's like, nice. Me punching myself in the face would just be like, I, I, I would definitely die. So I probably couldn't do it. Sure. But anyway, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Your friend is sick and you're bringing the medicine, but the only way you can get your, the medicine is to sit in a room with Shia LaBeouf for an hour. Do you sit in that room? Yeah. So dumb. I would do that for free. Exactly. You have plans to hang out, but your friend is being guarded by a large, angry goose. The only way to get to your friend is to go through the goose. Do you fight the goose? Um, I guess. Couldn't I, like, see my friend later? Like, why do I have to see it now when Eric, the, goose the only is two there? answers are yes or no. All right, yeah, it. let's see what happens. Whatever. I'll do it. <clears throat> your friend is about to buy... 11 gallons of spicy nacho cheese, but they lose their wallet and need you to buy it. Do you ask questions? No. You wouldn't ask any questions? You just need money for something weird? Yeah, for 11 gallons of nacho cheese. How much money do you need? 11 gallons? Let's, let's, let's look up how much gallons of nacho cheese cost. Hold on. Eric, talk to the people. Um... This is a weird quiz, and <laughs> I don't think any of you should base your friendships off this quiz. I think the first question, somewhat reasonable. Yeah, I agree. That it kind of. If your friend won't listen to you tell a dumbass story about your dumbass dream, that's okay. not a friend. So 10 ounces of nacho cheese on Amazon is $15. So there's 16 ounces in a pound. No, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's wrong with me? We're talking about gallons. How many cups in a gallon? Hey Siri, how many cups in a gallon? One gallon is sixteen cups. Do you hear that? Sixteen cups. Okay. So how many pounds in a cup? Hey Siri, how many cups in a pound? I don't think it goes that way. Yeah, not compatible. <laughs> not compatible. It's a. It's like sixty bucks. You'd ask questions. Yes. No, I'd just give you the money. I'd be no, like, it's weird ass. Your friend has been captured by a malicious sea witch. The only way to save them is by wrangling the slippery, ill-tempered sea otters that guard the sea dungeon. Do you wrangle those otters? Yes. What the fuck yeah. is this quiz? Your friend My life turns has out gone to be... weird. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm sorry, man. Your friend turns out to be a creature that could only survive by feasting on the souls of the innocent. Do you help? Do you help your friend find victims to stay alive? Yes, of course, or how do I know they won't take my soul? I mean, at this point, Ed, whatever. Let's just see what happens. We're friends yeah. for life. You got really good friend. <laughs> yeah. We're good friends. How did we not get the best one? Because I said no to the banana pudding? I, and probably because I also said no to the soul one. I tried to be honest with them. Oh. If, if there's a world where souls are real and I tell you that they're real and it turns out that you steal them, I would be like, stop stealing souls, Eric. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, mm. what's the word? Indulge you in your bad habit. Stealing souls mm. is a bad, nasty habit. But what if I die if I don't get my sweet, sweet souls? <laughs> You're going to die. I love you, but death is inevitable. Like I said, I said it earlier. It comes for us all. It's just going to come sooner, and it's going to be probably a good thing that you die. No, it's going to come be... sooner for all those souls that I eat. Munch, munch. <laughs> munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Speaking of munch, munch, crunch, crunch, that's a beat. And speaking of beats, uh, a couple days ago was the six-year anniversary of Yeezus, the album. And I literally and I... heard everyone stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> do you want to talk about something else? No. I actually do want to talk about it. All right, so Jesus came out. Where, what, 
we were both living in Philly, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, Jesus came out in the summer of 2013. Um, it was around the... What else came out that summer? Dude, I don't even know. Um, I think Eminem had an album that summer, and Jay-Z had an album that summer. There was a lot happening. Anyway, um, if you remember the context with which this album came out, this was around the time that Kanye had just released the Red Octobers somewhat recently and was trying to get into fashion and was having a lot of difficulty with that. He was very frustrated, so he said, fuck it, I'm going to do music again. And then he released this album. Mm Mm-hmm. The previous album was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which came out after his whole Taylor Swift debacle. Mm -hmm. So we have the Taylor Swift debacle, we have My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which some consider, I mean, most people consider a good album. Not Anthony Fantano! (laughs) Um, Kanye himself considers a perfect album, of course he does. Um, Okay, and then he tries to get into fashion. He fails at getting into fashion because no one will let him do his weird-ass ideas. Um, his shirts with holes in them. he releases this album, Yeezus. The world has changed. So I don't think that like this is considered by the general public as like one of his most famous albums. But dude, looking back at this track list, this is probably one of my favorite albums that he's released. There's each song. The songs are bangers on it, dude. Yeah. So my, um, my, I um, so I I would I don't know I would so 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 he, can I can I just say something yeah. before we move on? I said that based on being like, well, I looked through each of the songs and I like each of these songs. I like almost every one of these mm-hmm. songs. And then I was like, let me look at like his older albums, like College Dropout. Damn, like. Each of these songs is good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye's good. I really did like this album, though, man. Do you want to go through each song and talk about it? Yeah, so the well, so the first one that came out was um, New Slaves. And it came out, it was not released online. It was just, like, all across the world, Kanye um, projected the music video which was just his face like very close up to the camera wrapping the lyrics to and it's like his his like it it was like a dark it's like black and white or something he's he's much darker in the video than he is in real life yeah um and the whole like concept of the song is that like celebrity and black celebrity in particular are the quote new slaves and that they're being run by much more wealthy white people that are above them which like in the context of like kanye trying to get into fashion and being rejected by a bunch of white men right is probably i don't know for sure but probably some of the like, yeah i kind spark of I, for that fire i kind of while while uh, ed and eric talk about things that they have no experience no. <laughs> i kind of heard, heard it as like um that like just because now like uh, black people are more accepted to like buy fancy things doesn't mean racism has gone away like there are people who want your money are still racist you know what I mean mm-hmm. like he has that line where it's like I don't even know that guy there's too many bad words in it that I can't say it, but yeah. I get it all right so, are you yeah, talking about I, the line about contracts uh, I don't even know what, what's that line um where he says y'all throwing contracts at me you know that n-words can't read yeah I that line or where he says, um, uh, uh, now there's, uh, uh, something the racism, line? not let anybody in the store and there's rich N word racism that's come in, please buy more. What yeah. you want? A Bentley for a coat, a diamond ring. All you blacks want all the same things. Let's keep rapping. All right, go here. <laughs> but like, yeah, that, that. So, uh, I really like that song. Do you like that song? It's very good. It was yeah, a good, good... So, anyway, it came out and everyone was like, oh, yes, this is old Kanye. We're getting right. back to, like, political. Like, he's gonna, like, step out and make, like, comments on social issues of the time. Mm-hmm. And then the album came out. <laughs> and so the album, mostly the, like, music and stuff, I think, was recorded in Paris. Mm-hmm. And then 
famously like the lyrics for like four of the songs were written in two hours two like yeah like a couple rick hours rubin, with yeah. rick rubin yeah i like read that article where it was like he was like rick rubin was like i was like stressing out for weeks and kanye came in and he, he was just like nah man i'll do it like right fourth quarter like put me in he's mm-hmm. like he had a flight to catch dude if i was rick rubin i'd be so fucking pissed yeah they'd <laughs> be like dude you know, we, we're recording an album that may lose millions or gain millions and you're only giving us two hours to do it <laughs> he's probably going crazy the whole time i i don't know how well mixed the album is i don't really hear that stuff but it's still very impressive adds the mythos all right what next yeah. what's next um i mean i'm just giving context to the yeah, whole album on. so um production wise and like sample wise and everything was i think very well crafted but the thing that's it's like shit on for is just the lyrics are kind of stupid they're provocative for no reason the famous like put my fist in or like a civil rights sign (laughs) obviously pisses people off like yeah eating asian pussy all i need is sweet and sour sauce (laughs) it's like rate it's like some of the lyrics but like that's like kanye notoriously has very funny lyrics and i don't know i feel like rappers to an extent are similar to comedians like they still walk the line of what's like socially or politically correct right um and they can kind of cross that line we let them do that and i think kanye has sometimes crossed that line more than other people um which has only increased which we can talk about later so anyway let's go through later Dude, dude, we've been talking for fifty-one minutes. You, you, you be, you be careful with the words you use. We ain't got that much right. time. Do you so want to talk about any? On Go ahead. Oh, let, let's let's just talk about our our fa- each each with like our favorite songs, highlights, lowlights. So, okay, my favorite song is "Blood on the Leaves." Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most like impressive song, and even people that yeah. don't like the album are like, "That's a good song." Blood on the leaves. I just need to clear my mind up. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I just want to sing on this podcast. Maybe next week we'll each sing a song for the podcast. Sure, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I love Bound 2. I think Bound 2 is great. Bound 2 is very good. It's very, like, um, graduation, Kanye. Right, right. I really, I mean, Black Skinhead is really good. New Slaves is really good. I'm In It is good. I think Guilt Trip is good. I, I think uh, yeah, I, I Can't Hold My Liquor is very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I, I, I think that this is like, so what did he release after this? I think it was Pablo. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a deep dive on more of Kanye's albums. But yeah, guys, go back listen to it. It's better than. Did you re-listen to the whole thing? I did. Yeah, me too. All right. So while we were talking about this, just briefly, so I reread. So um, Lou Reed, who was the lead vocalist and writer for The Velvet Underground, uh-huh. famously review. This was his last review before he died in the fall of 2013. And he said this was one of the greatest albums ever made. Really? Um, his review's very good. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but he, the way he writes it is like, literally, you're just like talking to him and he's just like stream of consciousness telling you how he feels about the song, like jumping from one track to the next and giving some context of like who's sampled or the context of the lyrics or anything like that. It's very good. And I think it summarizes the album pretty well, both in its controversy and then also, like, artistically how interesting it is. Hmm. Um, but then I also read, do you, you know who, like, Ta-Nehisi Coates is? Is that yes. how you say his name? I think so. Um, so he had an album after all this Kanye MAGA crap um, that was very good, talking about the controversy of Kanye West. And I went back and read it because I had never actually, like, read the whole thing through. And he compares him to... Um, Michael Jackson mm. and when Michael Jackson started to change the color of his skin which I thought was a, like an interesting contrast with Kanye who in a similar way was putting on a MAGA hat and lifting up white supremacists like YouTubers and leaders and stuff in a way that was like a complete rejection of black people and black culture um, in the same way that I guess, like, I don't know, I didn't really understand the context of this, but that black people felt when Michael Jackson started to change his skin color. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And he, he just went through, like, how 
fame can be really toxic and no one is really prepared to deal with that level of fame and Kanye clearly has issues with wanting the attention but also not able to handle the attention when it builds um, as much as it sometimes does around some of his lyrics and the things that he says and does um Anyway, I'll put both those things in the show notes if you want to read them. They're interesting. I would love to. That's really good. Guys, another segment that we do that we're about to do is uh, what, what are, Ed and Eric's Love Corner. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, let's do Love Corner. Mm. So. All right. Uh, do you have the banana pudding? What? What? And what? The question is. Would I be the asshole if I tell my girlfriend she needs to bring her own food to my house and pay for the food that she's eaten? I want to start off by saying I love my girlfriend. I'm scared that if I give her this rule or expectation, it will make her feel unwelcome at my home. We have been dating for a while now, and she's always been courteous and asking to eat or use my stuff. She doesn't eat much, so I always tell her it's okay. After she had spent a week in my place, I told her she doesn't have to ask to eat my food on day three. So she would always uh, ask before she ate. She doesn't eat much since she's smaller, but I didn't take into account that a handful of granola, a bowl of yogurt, and a banana every day would stack up after a while. She left my place, and after the stay, now, every time she comes and stays for a period of time, she eats my food. I feel bad for wanting to start buying her own groceries to keep in my place since she's constantly taking me me out for food, buys me clothes, contributes to groceries when we cook, and keeps my weed supply full. Wait, what? I'm going to read that again. Uh, I feel bad for wanting to start buying her own groceries to keep in my place since she consistently takes me out for food, buys me clothes, contributes to my groceries when we cook, and keeps my weed supply full. (laughs) I have a job, Eric. Stop looking at me accusing me. I know you are. (laughs) I can't comfortably afford to be be feeding one and a half me's so often, though, since she's here a minimum of two days a week. She has brought up in the past that the fact that she feels like I don't take her out enough But we have a quiet understanding that she makes more than me, so she works five to six days a week, and I work only three days, not my choice. I feel like she contributes a lot monetarily to the relationship, and I'm sure, uh, and in terms, and in terms makes her feel like she contributes more emotionally in the relationship because she's always making sure I'm taking care of and comfortable. I don't know. If I should just suck it up and, and suck it up because she's not taking much from me, and I'd be wrong or an asshole to expect somebody who gives so much to give me more. Would I be the asshole? Turns out, he's the asshole. Wait, it really says that? Yep. <laughs> no. So. Dude, okay, wait, okay. so what's he asking for? Basically, his girlfriend buys him everything. Yeah. Ta- like, buys him uh, weed and clothes and, uh, uh-huh. like, pays for groceries. And when she comes over, she eats some of his food. And he's going to ask her to pay for the food that she eats. Yep, no. Yep. What? Yeah. yeah, I know. It's crazy. So there's an edit. I'm going to give everyone a bow on this as we end the uh-huh. podcast. Wow. I think making this post was one of the single most worst decisions of my life. My girlfriend uses Reddit and by sheer coincidence found this post, thought, haha, this reminds me of me and user Joyce Manor. Saw my username, made the connection, and broke up with me. All within 20 minutes of making this post. She thought there was an underlying issue in our relationship, and me being a cheap asshole was the last straw that broke the camel's back. Jesus Christ. That's insane. Damn. And the top comment is, justice is a dish best served cold. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Granola and yogurt. The dish of justice. Wow. That's crazy. Thoughts, Eric? I mean, not a way to go, you know? If you're going to get broken up, it shouldn't be over something you posted on Reddit. Dude, I feel like a lot of times I've seen people <sighs> post things on Reddit and then are surprised that somebody finds out. Goodness gracious. That guy seems like an idiot, though. Yeah, he seems like a huge idiot. <laughs> I'm also curious why he only works three days a week, not by choice. Also, mm. the fact that she pays for everything else, like, you can't ask her to pay for groceries, too. I mean, you can. Uh, I guess, do you think she broke up with him? I think she broke up with him more because of the Reddit post, not because of the, like, asking... Because there's got to be a nice way to be like, hey, like, I'm just really poor. But he doesn't seem like, like, if his girlfriend who buys him everything thinks he's cheap, that must mean he's, ch- there's a difference between being cheap and poor, right? Yeah. Because it's not like, it's not like she's like, well, you have, I mean, she buys you shit all the time. So. Right. Interesting. This guy just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he sucks. That guy sucks. Men are canceled. 
Eric, what do you want to say to the people before we go? Are we done? This is it? I get to eat my cereal now? You get to eat your cereal. Eric, what should the homework be for next week? You're going to be in Florida. Uh, I thought um, we already had it. What is it? Um, Eat the Beyond Burger. Oh, hell yeah. That's what we do. We're each going to eat an Impossible Burger or a Beyond Burger, which is that uh, fake meat burger. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, should we, dude. Should we eat both? Uh, I don't know where I'm going to get both. Where do you... Okay, so I think... Um... I know they sell the Beyond Burger at the grocery store here. I think Beyond Burger you can get in the grocery store. Impossible and Burger? Impossible Burger you get at like fast food chains and stuff. Right. Well, looks like we're just going to have to... What are you going to do? Which one are you going to do? Well, let's surprise each other. I think I let's surprise each other. Okay, surprise, right. guys! Thanks for listening. Uh, like, share, subscribe, follow Shut our Twitter. Up. Oh my please, god! Please, 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 please! We need you. We need you. We love you. Bye, Rob. Bye, Isabel. Bye, Sydney? Question mark. I'm sure someone listens named Sydney. <laughs> Bye, Sydney. So let's end the podcast with that wonderful song, Blood on the Leaves. Here we go. I just yep. need to clear my mind out. We've been wasting times in the summertime. Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blood so on good. the leaves. So good. I don't see me mad at